Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Delivered Zoomer podcast. I'm your host, Katya Borger. And I'm your co-host, Silas Maynard. We'd like to thank Discover Praxis for sponsoring and making this show possible. And we really hope you enjoy today's episode of the Delivered Zoomer podcast. Hey guys, I really appreciate you tuning in to this episode. Today, Silas will be taking point with the topic. It is something that he's been thinking about lately. So Silas, why don't you share um, what today's topic is? And today we are here discussing something that I've just re- recently kind of been thinking about, um, which I, I didn't know really how to title this. I think the best idea, the best way to talk about it is just timelines in general and kind of the uh, permission you give yourself to get things done. Let's let's put it that way, right? So I think the 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 basis of this topic has been spurred to me uh, by recently. I'm currently going through and listening to the book Twelve Week Year by uh, Brian Moran and Michael Lennington, and kind of the principle, which is something that has been told to me in many many formats uh, along the way, is if you give yourself a certain amount of time to do things you will tend to get them done in that time, right? And he uses the example of the 12-week year, uh, kind of the, the standard year rather being towards the end of the year, you've got November and December, you typically see the corporate kind of environments have a massive uptake in productivity, right? Because the end of the year is coming, they need to hit their targets and there's urgency, all right? And so the intensity is up and they're kind of busting their asses to get things done. And his idea is taking that and making every 12 weeks its own year not looking at it as just a quarter, but really looking as it, at it as an individual um, kind of unit of time for measurement, right? And what you can do by that is like, when you look at that, right, you take what is essentially three months, that would be the, the year, if you will, and you break that down. So that's 12 weeks. And essentially every week is as if it's a month, right? Now, how many, how many, how many weeks in a, in a 52-week year can you have that are bad weeks that make it still a quote unquote good year, right? Probably a good number. But if you have only 12 weeks in your year, how many weeks can you really afford to have be a bad week? Not, not many, right? And so when you break it down this way, it really comes down to that your day, each day of the week that you have is really worth essentially a week, right? In time. So it's like, you really can focus on one one day at a time, but it's actually one week, right? So you kind of put this in context and you give yourself these short attainable goals that you're working towards very intensely. You're probably not gonna be working any much, any longer, but you're gonna be working a lot more intensely. Now, I wanted to pause here. Any, do you have any thoughts or questions or I- ideas that you wanna like interject? No, I guess no questions other than what, what brought up this topic in your head? What made you wanna talk about it today? Like I said before, it was just, it's really about the book. I was reading through the book and it's been something I've been, um, I've always thought about, right? Because I, I try to advise my my own team on this, right? When we're scheduling our days, right? If we need to send out, what we, we need to do a search, for example. I work in recruitment for those of you who don't, who don't know, but if I need to do a search and we need to get through 50 candidates in a day or, or we just need to do the search, right? Maybe we'll say, oh, we're working on this and we're trying to get some resumes by Wednesday. But if I say, okay, how we're going to affect that result, then we're like, okay, great. We need to get, we need to get, uh, we need to get messages out and make phone calls. 
So we then kind of break it down into a number, right? So we're going to say, oh, we're going to try to do 50 phone calls today be, before the end of the day. And then we'll give ourselves like a halfway point by this time in this day, in the day we should be here. So I think that it's just been something that's very interesting to me. And I think it's a principle people really should kind of be looking at and um, start to kind of take seriously. No, I personally haven't read the book. I have heard many people speaking very highly of the book, but from somebody who hasn't read it, you say treat, you know, you have your 12 week year, but then you also have your day equaling a full week. Now, what does that mean to you? What does the, what does a whole week in a day look like to you? Yeah. So I think it's, it's kind of comes back to something. I believe we've talked about it in a past episode, um, which is kind of this like 80, 20 rule, right? So focusing and knowing like stand, stepping back, we, we talked about this last, uh, last time about taking breaks. And I think it's kind of part of that is taking a step back and looking at what do you need? What are the most important things to achieve that are revenue generating, right? And so for example, if you're, if you're a real, real, real estate agent, your revenue generating activity is going to be getting in front of people and showing them houses, right. Uh, And calling people, right. It's not going to be admin. It's not going to be as much this marketing stuff, right. That's all nice and, and fine and dandy, but the real revenue generating, revenue generating activity are those things, right. So you're going to be prioritizing that and focusing on that. And it kind of, he, he goes through, and I haven't gotten through the whole book yet, but he goes through some basics on structuring that schedule for a day um, on like how many hours you focus on those core things. And then how many kind of windows you give yourself to do the random admin that comes up and then how many windows you give yourself to do the the usual admin that comes up. And we'll just call it admin for lack of a better term. And then he also talks about, which is interesting, I think this uh, idea of giving time for breaks within the day, just to not do work, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you are almost saying that this book will help you, you know, figure out the vital few from the trivial many, shout out essentialism. But I correct me if I'm wrong, is like just cutting the dead weight off of your day of things that you are just wasting your time on. It's partially, but I think the biggest thing is it's really about the mindset, right? It's the time you give yourself to accomplish something, it will take that time. So this is my next example, which is you know, you look at, um, I think, to my knowledge, one of the more popular examples I think you can offer. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of examples, but I think this is a popular one. And one of my favorites is the way Elon Musk tends to run his team, right? So even with working on something as complicated as building rockets for SpaceX, he will give extremely tough deadlines, right? People will come to him and say, hey, it's going to take us, we're planning that this could take us about 12 months to get done. And he'll say, okay, great. Um, we're going to do it in six months. Okay. In six months, they are not on time, but they tend to be finished maybe in seven months. So they are one month over. Now they accomplish that in seven, not 12 months. If on the other hand, they were to set 12 month target, the likelihood that they're going to go over the 12 month target is pretty good, right? They might end up being 13, 14 months over uh, into the 13 or 14th month. So this principle is like, if you give yourself a deadline. And it's a very, I think that something the book mentioned was making it emotionally, you're, you have to be emotionally attached to it. It can't just be like, oh yeah, this is a cool deadline I'm trying to build. Because if you don't believe it, if there's not a consequence for you personally, emotionally, you won't really be tied to, to achieving it. So I think that that's an example on a large scale. We're talking about building rockets for kind of loud. This is like a very tough thing. They're building new technologies, but they're giving themselves 
I guess it'd be the shrunk time timelines. We, we would call it typically, we call it stretch targets in my, in, in my company when we're kind of setting our goals for how much we're going to get done. Because if you stretch it and you still feel a bit short, it's okay, right? But we don't want this idea of unrealistic uh, targets. We just want to make sure we're stretching to what is possible and plausible, but still very hard, but yet attainable, right? Um, so that's that's one big example. And I think that it can go down to, that same principle can go down to something um, as small as your schedule every day, right? So if you need to achieve a certain number of things and you're like, oh, here's my my list of tasks for the day. Maybe it's got 13 things on it and you end up the day with only having getting four to five done. If you give yourself a block of window, it takes you know 10 minutes to build your calendar. But if you block out time for every one of those tasks and you say like, hey, here's how much time I think I can do it in, shrink it a little bit and then put that on your calendar put them on and then go through those tasks. And as a result, you're going to be shortening the timeline it takes to get it done. Cause if you give yourself an hour to do something, it's probably gonna take an hour to give yourself 30 minutes. It's probably gonna take 30 minutes or a little bit more. So I think that that's just generally something I wanted to share. And I think it's very helpful, especially for young professionals trying to take on more, trying to kind of get ahead in their career is be deliberate with what you're doing in the day. Don't just react to the, the things that throw, get thrown at you. Don't be, you know, don't be, responding to every single email as it comes in, schedule time for that. Obviously, maybe keep an eye on your inbox, depending on your job. If there's something vital that you have to respond to that's on fire and burning down, yeah, respond to that. But do not do that for the things that are unnecessary and have these rules in your head so that you are aware of when it's happening and you know to focus on the important things when there's not a fire burning the place down. Um, so those are, those are kind of my big things. And it's been something that has always been helpful to me when I use it, when I don't use it, things like, like I said, it just takes longer, right? There's so many times where my Saturday projects, I, I like, I have them on a list of things to do, but I haven't blocked them on a calendar. I'll spend the whole day, you know, doing that thing, whether that's writing a blog post or uh, doing like editing an episode of a podcast. But when I would have the same exact type of day, just same exact tasks on next, the next week and I schedule it, I get done and then I have three hours to go longboard or you know walk around Central Park. So I think that it's very important. H- have you ever had experiences like this with this kind of um, uh, principle? Yeah, I actually, I've been very inspired by what you've been saying. And I think that I personally need to read the book because I fall victim to pretty much every negative you said here. Thank you to Discover Praxis for sponsoring and making this show possible. Are you looking to break the mold and take control of your future? Discover Praxis offers a career launching program tailored to your goals. Through Praxis, you are able to skip college and fast track your way to financial freedom. 93% of Praxis participants graduate with a full-time paying job of $50,000 and more. To learn more about Praxis, visit discoverpraxis.com forward slash modern wisdom. I personally think that when I am in a time block and when I do give myself less time, I tend to get it done faster. And I mean, let's be honest, who doesn't put projects off till the very last minute? Shout out to yeah, everybody exactly. out there. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's, that's the whole idea, right? That's like the procrastination. Typically, like people tend to get deadlines met 
but think about it, right? In college, people are cramming the days, days before the exam, right? Why not like get these things done sooner or kind of break it up into smaller achievable things? That's my, uh, that's a whole nother gripe about the education system. But um, one last thing I actually just want to mention is I think I noticed when I started my career, a lot of the people in my age range did not, they thought it was hilarious or they like made fun of me, I guess. Maybe it wasn't hilarious. They just made fun of me for having everything on my calendar, right? I remember being 19 years old, 20 years old, people were like, hey, can you hang out on Friday? And I was like, oh, let me check my calendar. And they would just like laugh as if I was just like bullshitting them. And um, (laughs) that obviously wasn't the case. I was like legitimately checking my calendar. And I think what I want to mention to people is to develop that habit early because like you mentioned it earlier uh, at at one point where you talked about um, once you write it down, you can like forget about it, right? It gets off of your things, your things you're worrying about, which allows you more space to focus on what's important. I think that might've been last, last, last yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. I mentioned it in an episode about taking time for your mental well-being. It's a really good episode. Go check it out. But I had mentioned, and I think we decided that um, Mitchell Earl had said this, but I, I'm sure it's been written down many times. But the principle is your mind holds on to so much that when you write it down, your mind can forget about it. Like remember where you wrote it and remember to go back to it, I guess. But your mind doesn't need more things to yeah. hold on to. Yeah, and I think that the principle too is again with the calendar, we're coming back to the calendar. You make a habit of putting things on your calendar because if you are starting your career and you like, you know, I, I see it with my sister sometimes because she doesn't have a ton of appointments, right? She can remember them all, right? But if I try to remember all my appointments, I would be late for 90% of them, right? Or I would forget about them entirely. So build that habit, especially if you're like very career motivated, you're trying to grow professionally and you're trying to like kind of climb some ladder of success or whatever it might be, build that habit right now. And again, use you can use this task, uh, this, this idea we're talking about today to kind of implement that. Whether that is just you're doing a project, you're drawing, you're trying to like maybe create art or something, like give, your time, give yourself time limits do these things just like to practice this mentality, but I think that's a good place to end it. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a good place to end it. Let's, let's, let's stop there and thank everybody for listening. We'll, we'll see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Please do like subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, we really appreciate that review and that rating. And we'll see you next time on the deliberate zoomer podcast.